the Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Coaching Radio, where you are, your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Um, you know what? We talk a lot about the different emails and the different questions and the different comments we get from you guys, and we uh, usually will feature one or two of them per show. But what we're going to do, because this is a Friday, is we're going to be setting aside the show, and we're going to be answering your most frequent questions. Now, these are questions that I think a lot of them will be surprising to you guys. Now, we're not reading the whole emails that basically the questions came embedded in, um, frankly, because in most cases, a lot of you guys share personal stuff with us, and we don't have your permission to broadcast your information. Um, but what we do, what we are doing, is we're taking the most common questions, or the themes of the most common questions, and we're going to be answering those. And these questions are relevant to all ages, uh, agents of all ages agents of all levels of experience, agents of all the different price ranges, just really across the board. Um, so, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Yes, thank you. It's my pleasure, and I'm looking forward to getting a lot of these questions answered all in one place. So that should be fun. Yeah. And for the live listeners, we apologize about the slight delay. I actually had a little uh, fire ant uh, episode about 10 minutes ago, and I'm hoping that the Benadryl makes them go away, but we'll see. Those of you who are in Texas and uh, out in the, uh, this part of the country, you know what I'm talking about, these little tiny microscopic ants that pack enough venom to Vicious. basically leave a welt. Yeah, they, it's ridiculous, these damn things. It's incredible. You know, at least well, you you know, it, it actually – you, you do, exactly. That's where I was going with it. I mean, they pack such a punch for such little <laughs> buggers, don't they? Awful. <laughs> In any event. So, Julie, when we are going through uh, the questions, the FAQs, when you and I are coming through our emails looking for the recurring themes, um, was there anything that really surprised you? Was there anything that, like, maybe, for example, the questions that they were asking six months ago were different than the ones they're asking, say, today? Or is there any, did you see any recurring themes before we get to our first FAQ? Um, you know, I think that what surprised me is that the recurring themes tend to stay the recurring themes and that especially the thought that agents are always looking for uh, better, cheaper, faster shortcuts. And, you know, believe me when I tell you, if there is one, you're going to hear about it on our podcast. <laughs> so I appreciate that thought. But there's that strand of thinking and then there's nervousness in the market and, and things like that. So I think nothing really shocking or amazing, but a lot of familiarity and I, th I think when things look like they're changing it brings out some nervousness so hopefully we're here to make you guys all more confident not less and to know exactly what you need to do when you need to do it and in what order so that's that's what I was thinking as I read these questions out the two recurring themes that basically if I could encapsulate them would be people's uh, you know how it's not become a, just an, an innate thing that people understand that you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So it seems like most of you guys have this sort of mindset that you're going to look for the least re the least effort for the most results, yeah. and you're going to be and you're surprised when it doesn't work. 
And I want you guys to think about this for a second. Just seriously think about it, because I know what you're thinking. I think I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, well, of course, Tim, that's because I'm a smart business person. That's because I'm you know, trying to maximize my time and maximize my results. Can you guys give me some, an example of something truly that basically is, uh, you know, that fits that bill, that's not just some sort of you know, questionable thing? Like, for example, guys, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it uh, consistently at the highest uh, level day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out, that is ultimately what's going to cause you to be victorious, not just in your real estate business, but in your life. And that's the very thing that for some reason in our country right now, our culture, you know, people have gotten away from. Now they just look for the easy button. They just look for the quickest way, the least, that requires the least effort, and frankly, honestly, the effort often is the least skill set to basically what they think would be winning. And it doesn't work, guys. And here's what's really scary, especially in the space that, uh, like Julie and I are in, right? We sell, we sell information. We sell coaching. We sell stuff to help you guys build your business. Well, there's a lot of other people out there that do the same thing that we do, but they're selling you the easy button version. So they're selling you – now, some of them are doing it knowingly that they're doing it without integrity. Others never sold real estate before, so they don't know. But the end result is, is you, you guys will oftentimes – Find yourselves you know, going down these paths, wondering why you're not getting the results that you thought you were going to get, and then you just get frustrated and you blame yourselves. That's what really breaks my heart about a lot of the stuff that's, that's you know, being sold and told to realtors. You know, I get all the emails that you guys get, and I read some of them this morning, and how they're talking about social networking as being the greatest thing ever. You know, somebody else was talking about how the fact that, you know, the real estate markets don't really have ups and downs. I mean, someone literally sent an email out today denying that we are in any kind of basically uh, an economic reset or we're in any kind of, like, recession. They, I don't even know why you'd say that. Oh, I do, because they're trying to sell you guys something, and by telling you what you want to hear, you're going to feel good, you're going to whip out your credit card, and you're going to buy something. You have to learn, basically, to use common sense when you're making decisions on how to build your business. And you have to make decisions that are based around really making a profit, being of service to other people. And a lot of us never have had formal business training enough in, in such a way that we can make clear decisions. So we just end up making emotional decisions. We make in, end up making decisions that are based on whatever the crowd tells us. We end up making decisions that are based on whatever we think will, again, require the least effort and get us the most result. You guys, if you just move away from this sort of preponderance of, you know, you know, mindset of looking for the least effort for the most result. Just move away from that. Every time you see something that's being marketed to you, every time you're hearing a message, be consciously aware. Wake up to the fact if it says in any form, any shape or form, least effort, most results, in any version of that, you have got to immediately be a skeptic about whatever it is that they're telling you because it is a lie. They're just trying to market BS to you. Be smart. If you want to be in this business, you know, 90% of the agents fail out of this business within 24 months. Why is that true? You know, the, most agents in the country earn about $40,000 a year. Why is that true? Why is it that, you know, essentially there's this high of a failure rate and this many people that would frankly be better off just having a part-time job someplace and they'd earn more money and have less hassle? Well, it's because so much information out there is just bogus. It's just bad. It's just wrong. It's not founded on... Uh, you know, really well thought out business approach to this industry. And so when you guys go through these questions, when you listen to these questions that we typically get, 
you have, you know, take the time, be introspective, ask yourself if you're kind of, you know, along that same line of thinking whether that question is something maybe you would have asked or you were hoping to ask and have answered, and then do some introspection and ask yourself, okay, how is thinking like this actually adversely affecting my accomplishment of the things I wanted to accomplish in my life? How is thinking like this actually holding me back? You know, and when is it time for me to actually shed this false way of believing that this is how you accomplish success and move towards something that I know is going to be proven? You know, this is a, it's a business maturity conversation. That's what we're having today with you guys. It's a business maturity conversation you need to have with yourself after this call. So, Julie, let's just jump right in. And I'll read the first one, and we can both talk sure. about it. And, and, Julie, let's do our best to get through all 12, okay? You got it. Deal. Okay. So the first question we get a lot and I would say we get this one probably 30% of the time in all emails, is why are you guys so against buying buyer leads? Now, here's the interesting thing. The question almost always comes from someone who's been in the business for like three years or less. In other words, they're newish in the business, and they haven't been that successful selling real estate. And I'll answer that question. The simple answer is it's because it doesn't work long term. Uh, there's a whole bunch of flaws in the concept of buying leads. And by the way, the leads that generally are for sale are buyer leads. So for those of you guys who don't know this, buyer leads are the easiest types of leads to generate. If you have one listings, two listings, three listings, five listings, there's so many inexpensive, you know, really effective ways to generate buyer leads off those listings. For example, 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. But the idea of buying a lead is insane. It just truly is. You guys take one listing, and that's what our primary focus is, by the way, is teaching you guys how to be listing agents. You take one listing, and you do some basic, mostly free things for that one listing, literally three things. You will have buyers calling pretty, and it doesn't matter what your market is, you know, because there's always buyers looking for properties that are priced right, condition, location. You have, you know, that trifecta all in alignment, more or less in alignment. You're going to get buyer calls, oh, and those buyer leads don't cost you anything. And depending on the sale price of the house, right, if it's a house, like the average sale price in the United States right now is over 200, like 239000 Chances are the person looking for that $239,000 house has a house to sell. Or if not, the next one up, which is going to be like 389000 Those guys are going to have houses to sell. So when you take a listing in that price range, you're going to get buyer calls that are, you know, frankly, thinly disguised seller calls if you know what questions to ask and which order to ask them. We don't want you guys buying buyer leads because what happens is you become dependent on the company selling the buyer leads. What we want you to do is, A, know that buyer leads are easy to generate. Uh, B, you need to learn how to generate your own listings. Once you generate your own listings, and we're going to get to more of the questions here in a second, you're going to quickly discover that all the stuff that's being sold to you or they're, they're trying to sell to you is going to instantly lose its appeal because you're going to see through the mirage. You're going to see that really what they're trying to do is play into agents' uh, propensity to basically want to hit the easy button. Point number two, Julie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Point number two, why should I focus on becoming a listing agent when everyone tells me I just need to focus on buyers? Well, I'd like to paint a very succinct picture on this. Let's say that you want to go out of town next week, and you've got a couple, even if they're fantastic, pre-approved, you know, ready-to-rumble buyers, but they're right, because they're pre-approved, motivated buyers, they want to see property all the time with you so they can buy something. Versus the listing agent who has two extremely sellable, fantastic listings. Who is going to have the more comfortable vacation? The one who has the listings because the rest of the licensed agents in their MLS are out there showing their properties, doing the work for them. That's one way to look at it. There's another succinct way that I like to lay this out for coaching clients, and the coaches do this as well 
is that let's say that I am a buyer's agent and I have that one buyer. What am I going to do? I am hopefully but not guaranteed going to sell a home to that buyer. Why? Because there are no have-to-buy buyers. Everyone can rent, live with mom and dad, live with their kids, or live in corporate housing depending on their situation. So I'm even at risk of not making any sale as just a buyer's agent. Now, if I'm lucky, I'll sell my house. If I'm really lucky, I'll sell my own listing. And if I'm super lucky, I'll also get repeat and referral business off of them. But that's a lot of ifs, ifs, and luck, okay? If I'm a listing agent, I hopefully will sell it myself because I'm doing a lot of coming soon strategy, open houses, great lead follow-up, et cetera. But now I have something that I can market, advertise, prospect around, hold open. Every great listing, absolutely, when worked right, will create another great listing in the same neighborhood and at least one closable buyer as spinoff from just having that listing. Not to mention all of the future repeat referral, the neighbors coming by, seeing your sold sign, all of these built-in benefits to being a listing agent. Now, yes, it requires more skill. That's why not every agent you know has listings. And of those agents you know who have listings, not all of them have lots of listings and specialize in listings. So I could go on, but for the sake of time, we'll go on to point number three. Point, point number three, I was told I won't make money for a long time in real estate. How long before I can expect my first paycheck? And guys, guess what? 25 years ago when we got into business, they told us the same thing. And what did we do our first year in the business, our first full year in the business? We sold over 100 houses. Uh, so brokers, office managers, I want you, and by the way, the, uh, our guest yesterday, our coaching client and superstar yesterday, uh, he's going to, in his second year in the business, he's going to probably sell over 100 houses. So don't believe that you won't sell anything and won't make any money for the you know, first six months or whatever, because if that very belief will probably, frankly, make it so you won't sell anything in the first six months. Why sure. wouldn't you sell anything in the first six months? You know, it's easy to sell a house. It's easy, frankly. Guys, our coaching clients, those of you guys who are listening right now are coaching clients. If you're stuck between closings, i.e. you're a little short on cash, go to the Go to the website, download the 90-day massive action plan, and do it exactly. Follow the 90-day massive action plan precisely for the next 90 days, and you will be stunned and amazed how fast you start generating business. Generating leads in real estate is, even though a lot of us think it's hard, is the easiest thing to do in real estate. The hardest thing to do in real estate is keeping our ego and our emotions between the lines. Leads, guys, leads are everywhere. Stop thinking leads are hard to get. Stop buying leads. Leads are the easiest thing in the world to generate. Here, I'll prove it to you real quick. Well, here, something Frederick Eklund said on our interview. You know, when he's walking down the streets of Manhattan, everybody he runs into, he turns to the left, he turns to the right, he looks everywhere. Guess what? Everybody's in real estate. They're either in a rental, they're wanting to buy, they're wanting to sell, they're wanting to move, they're wanting to something. Every single human being that you ever run into is going to be, quote, unquote, a prospective real estate lead, unlike any other product that you might ever think to sell. If you happen to sell Ginsu knives, not everyone's looking for a knife set. You know, I'm not. Are you? You're probably not. But guess what? If someone called me up and said, hey, Tim, I got this real estate thing that you might want to have a look at, might make for a good investment or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to listen. Everybody's like that. So, guys, leads are not hard to get. Lose your mindset about that. And don't believe that you won't make money relatively quick, provided that you're following a specific action plan. That message was specifically for those of you guys who are on the fence thinking about getting into real estate, spending you know, too much time at your job where you're not making ends meet, and you're thinking about how do I actually you know, make it into this real estate thing. I need to save six months' worth. Well, it's nice if you have six months' worth of savings. You know, that would be ideal. But, you know, how about this? Follow an actual plan to make money starting immediately, not in 180 days. 
All right, point number four. Do I have to be a full? <laughs> it's funny. I didn't even know this point number four. Do I have to be a full-time agent to be successful in real estate? What if I have another job or I'm in school? I'll do that one too, Julie. Now, when but- Julie and I talk about this topic, we have people who are in the real estate business who think that we are absolutely positively the scourge of the industry because we do not agree with the masses that you have to be full-time to be successful. How do I know you don't have to be full-time to be successful? Because we have coaching clients that are more successful than full-time agents in their own offices because they're part-time. And here's the little interesting thing about a part-time, whatever you want to label that as, agent. They don't waste time like full-time agents do because they have less time to spend in real estate. What most of them do is they'll start out by saying, I'm going to devote the weekend, or you know, I'm going to devote maybe Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to real estate. They get more done in those two or three days than most agents do in a 40-, 60-hour work week. If you guys were to really be honest with yourselves and you were to really keep track of what you were doing from hour to hour every single day, you honestly, it would be scary because most, even top producing agents, guys, even the best agents in the world, if I'm lucky and we're coaching them, I can get them to actually do dollar to productive things for two or three hours a day. The rest of the time, literally, is stuff that they shouldn't be doing or themselves or shouldn't be doing at all. Um, and so that's the thing that part time agents who have their heads screwed on straight, who are following a specific action plan, they can absolutely kick butt. So heck yeah, in this day and age where we have this hidden tax called inflation, where we have all these other funky things happening in the economy, we're really, honestly, you need to, ha- people need to have two, three, sometimes even more jobs just to basically maintain their middle class status because of all the, you know, expenses that are out there happening right now because of all the things that are happening, which we're not going to talk about on this radio show. The reality of it is, is real estate is a wonderful stopgap. But don't just meander into the business like most agents do without a plan. You will fail. You will not make it, especially if you then start buying buyer leads, you know, which is what the pattern that most new agents follow. All right, next point, Julie. Point number five, should I stay in real estate when the market changes away from being so hot? This is a common question from both semi-experienced agents and new agents with the belief that you can only make money when everybody is, you know, making money on their house and happy and things are easy and you can get, you know, three offers by midnight. The fact of the matter is, and the only thing you should be focusing on is when the market changes and it's more of a buyer's market, there's more inventory, there's more competition, it's so much more clear that those homeowners and the buyers, buyers and sellers alike, need you more, okay? So right now, a seller can say to themselves while they're walking through Home Depot, I'll just put it for sale by owner, sign up, and, you know, I know the market's hot. I'm probably going to get an offer, you know, two or three this weekend. No problem. And if an agent comes door knocking, maybe I'm going to talk them into doing a flat fee or 1% because I don't really need them, okay? And that makes your job harder convincing them that they do need you in a crazy market. So when the market shifts, buyers and sellers actually need you more. Your value is so much more clear assuming that you know how to provide value. So if that makes you nervous, then you need to be considering more education, more coaching. If you're already an essentials client, this is the time you build your skill. So as it changes, they need you more, not less. Okay, point number six. What if I'm not a natural salesperson? We get this all the time consistently. What if I'm not a, quote, natural salesperson? Well, first of all, I'm not sure there actually is such a thing as a natural salesperson, but we understand what you mean. It's okay. We have lots of interviews that you can listen to from previous shows of people who would categorize themselves as non-natural salesperson. I would put myself in that category. I would probably put at least three or four of our coaches in that category, not a, quote, natural salesperson. What does that even mean? Yes, the answer is, of course you can be successful. 
And I would even contend that some of the most successful agents in the country are successful because they're not obvious salespeople and their competition doesn't even see them coming. So I could go on a whole show about that. Well, and in fact, if you are an I, essentials I, client, I have uh, coaching calls posted that are called um, How to Be a Real Estate Rockstar Even If I'm an Introvert. We did a series on that. So just wanted to remind them that that does exist. But, Juliet, th- but this is worth talking about, okay? Because I would say between the two of us, I would I would say I probably would be a natural salesperson. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Certainly and you're more, more of an introvert. Yeah. Yeah, so you're more of an introvert. So that's basically sure. the dynamic, guys. But the thing is, is that now Julie's obviously turned, you know, she's fantastic. I mean, we got into business 20 years ago, and back then I was mostly doing the sales stuff, and, you know, it is what it is. But we've both evolved and we've both changed. But in, in retrospect, I can tell you this. Now, remember, we were successful. We definitely sold a lot of houses, no doubt. Uh, we def- you know, our first year in the business was sort of storied, you know, over 100 units. I don't think anyone's done that since. We didn't do it intentionally. That's the truth. We kind of did it and found out about this time, you know, about in August of, you know, our first year in the business that we were, tr- you know, we were going to sell over 100. But that aside, um, here's the simple reality of it is that what happened is that your natural salesperson types or the natural salesperson types, you guys will run out of a you basically will max out. You'll get to the point where basically your natural ability to basically communicate with people and read people and, you know, get in alignment with people's emotions quickly and effortlessly, whereas, say, somebody who's analytical doesn't really – they're not very intuitive. So a natural salesperson, what makes somebody that way is they're naturally more intuitive than somebody who's not. It is what it is. It's just some of us are more intuitive than others. And if you're a natural burn salesperson, you've gotten better at it because you've learned to trust and strengthen your intuition. But that by itself, without a really strong skill set, won't get you to where you need to go. The challenge that us natural salespeople have is that we, <laughs> we basically believe that we're good. We actually believe that we have already got it all figured out because we have that innate talent. Where we, and, and oftentimes you won't discover how shallow that innate talent actually is until you run into a situation that requires skill. That's where the analytical type, which is what Julie primarily is or was, that's where they kick our butts because they'll have a plan. They'll be organized. They'll know what to say. They'll know how to say it. They actually will practice their scripts. They'll, they'll be more professional. And ultimately, that's the type of personality that ends up winning. But don't believe that you have to be a natural salesperson to be successful. Uh, and don't believe you have to be, say, more of a, you know, an analytical type person to be successful. And if you look back at our presidents, the presidents have been all different personality styles. You know, they've been all kinds of – I mean, look at the difference between Obama and Trump. Look at the difference between Hillary and Obama. I mean, there are huge sways and different ways that people communicate with each other. Don't fall into that trap. And I see that happening, and it's painful to see it happening, where a lot of you guys will be getting this DISC training. You'll take these personality profiles and all the rest of it, and then your tests will come back that you're, say, a or, um, you're, you know, every agent wants to be a driver. They think that's some sort of huge oh, attribute. You know, a I know, but it's crazy. But the reality of it is, again, you can be successful no matter what personality style it is. You take the most introverted, you know, person in the world and you give them a plan and you give them skill set and then they get confidence because they know what to say and how to say it. They are unstoppable because they'll follow a plan, they'll follow a schedule, they'll actually work consistently. They get the concept of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You know, so Move beyond the belief that if you aren't a natural salesperson, you can't be amazingly successful. It's positively, absolutely, in every way, 
a lie. All right, point number seven. I'm getting pressure to build a team. Should I start doing this? The answer is maybe, but probably not. We've done a lot of radio shows on team building. Go back and listen to those. Um, there's, our philosophy on teams is really quite simple. If you have a team, you have to build it with profit being your primary uh, objective. Uh, all too often what happens is people just keep on piling on staff members, keep on piling on overhead. you got a bunch of buyer agents. Now you have this, you know, all these little birdies to feed, so you start buying buyer leads. The next thing you know, the economy slows down. The next thing you know, you're you know, having to reach into your pocket to keep the team afloat, and you've got all these people that you're responsible for. So you feel you know, ethically, morally obligated to keep feeding them leads, and it doesn't take too long until basically you're out of business. Guys, if you don't believe me, and again, 50% of you are probably three years or less than the business on this radio show, there were so many top-producing agents back in 07, 08, 09 that were completely wiped out. Matter of fact, in most major markets, the agents that had been enjoying that top producer, top dog status for maybe 10 or 15, even 20 years, a lot of them washed out of the business because they weren't, they weren't able to pivot because of the costs in the, of, the, uh, of the team. And in many cases, an agent as a team who owns a team, who has a team, who earns, just to use round numbers, who earns a million dollars as a team, their actual net before taxes will be less than 20%, 16%, 17%. So think about that. You as a team, okay, you have a team. You have you know, five buyer's agents. You have two processors. You have all of this. You've gone through all the work of finding these people, hiring these people, training these people. You know, now you're basically you're, you're building this thing. It's kind of fun. I get it. But then at the end of the year when you're sitting around and you're signing your tax return, you will see that you will, you're netting the same amount as if you'd made probably two hundred dollars or $250,000. So I want you to go into this whole team conversation with your eyes open, realizing that for the most part you will actually have to spend money just to have a team. You don't get your time back, guys. You just lose potential profit. Be clear about that. Listen to our past radio shows. You know what, Julie? Um, a lot of you guys are basically worried. The next question is you're gonna, we're going to talk about essentially changing markets, and a lot of you guys are worried about getting caught in the change and not you know, basically being in a position to leverage the opportunities that a changing market will create. But mostly your, your, your concerns are based on fear. And I'm going to be really direct with you. You should be scared if you don't know how to do the things that a changing market requires. You should be scared if you don't know how to basically help sellers and, and frankly, buyers, but, our, again, our primary focus is on sellers. You should be scared if you don't have that skill set. You should be scared if you're believing that you can buy your buyer leads and that's going to last forever. You should be scared, guys, if you don't know how to, again, get your mind clear about our primary purpose in this industry, really in life, is being a service to other people. We have made it really simple for you guys to learn the skills necessary, and, frankly, it's – I mean, so – on your web, or I'm sorry, on your mobile device, scroll down, name, email address, phone number. Fill that out. Someone from our office is going to call you right back. Um, and then when you fill that out, we're also going to give you those six free books. Now, you're going to learn about the uh, Coaching Essentials program. Here's what it is. You get four semi-private coaching calls per month with Julie. Yes, this Julie on this call. You also get a, semi, you also get a private one-on-one -on -one call with your coach every single month. In addition to that, we give you your complete real estate system, your listing presentation, your buyer presentation, your pre-listing pack, your everything. We also give you um, everything you need to know how to do BPOs, R go, pursue REOs, everything you need to know about short sales, everything you need to know about just literally every little ca caveat of the real estate business. 
this is a changing dynamic coaching program. We're adding information, we're removing information. This is not just something we created 20 years ago and says, here it is. This is something we keep up to date, real time. This is authentic information that you guys can use today so you can have confidence no matter what the situation is with any kind of you know, client you might come across. You're not going to be one of these agents that basically is going to just be hoping and praying that you know, the economy keeps on rising and that the housing market keeps on you know, powering along. You're not going to be one of these agents that's going to say, you know, when I remember when Julie and I were uh, looking for investment properties in 08, 09, when the real estate market crashed, there was some realtor that chased us out of this house that we were looking at, and she said, next time you see it, it's going to be a million dollars. Well, she was living, you know, she was slowly rolling up negative the river of denial, wasn't maybe. she? Yeah, <laughs> negative a million, exactly. You know, that was her attempt. You know, she was just using the idea of greed as her way of trying to close us into a house. We said nothing. We just waved and we walked away. And we felt sorry for her. That's the truth. So, guys, the coaching program is only $99 a month if you use the student approval program. Uh, we have basically found a lender to underwrite it. No matter what your situation is, every single one of you are approved for this program. This is the coaching program that every single one of you must have provides all the information you need for this and the upcoming market, and it's really, really affordable. So please, if you're living in fear, trust your fear, and then act on that so to make that fear go away, and there's your path. We've made it really quite, hopefully all of you will agree. Is, well, I mean, you know, let's be honest, thousands of you agree that it's a really great solution for you. So it's, one, it's frankly, Julie, from my perspective, in our 20 years, basically, that we've been coaching, maybe 15 we've been doing coaching more or less as a full-time thing, well, realistically, probably about, I don't know, 12 years. But in that time frame, uh, mm -hmm. this is the thing that we've always wanted to create. This is the thing that I'm probably I most agree. proud of because we are able to provide really great information to everybody. So now there doesn't have to be somebody who's just looking in the window wishing that they had the right information to, to thrive in this market. They'll actually have it. So I'm excited about that. Anyway, next point. Okay, so the next point is, I believe, point number eight. Why don't I ever hear about agents retiring? You never hear about that. There's no stories about that when you go Googling. Why is that? So, again, that could be a whole radio show, but I would contend that they never had a plan to retire. They never set a goal to retire. They never had a specific dollar amount required to retire. So that's why. And, yes, that is something that we work on. The coaches work on that with all of their coaching clients. We have a saying that it's one thing to sell real estate because you want to. It's another thing when you have to when you're 80, when you're 85. Okay? So why don't I ever hear about agents retiring? Because they didn't have a plan. We're here to help you with that. Point number nine, what is the fastest, best way to generate the most leads? Another can of worms. There is no <laughs> one path. Stop looking for that. I make this major point in our book, Tim, that's coming out uh, late summer this year, is that there is no silver bullet. There is no magic one thing. Stop looking for it. Because the, the thing is, occasionally there will be something that looks like that, and then it will stop working 90 days from now, six months from now. They'll double the price on it. They will delight, dilute the market with more than you getting the same lead. There's just so many variables. There is no one thing. That's why we teach you in Coaching Essentials, in our breakthrough program, our one-on-one -on -one coaching, to have multiple spokes of business. I don't have time to go through the whole spokes model, but those of you who have been longtime listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. Stop looking for one thing. The key to happiness is to have five to eight individual spokes of income so that if today you don't get a past client referral, those of you living referral only, that you're still okay. 
you're you're going to be fine because guess what? That those ten expireds that you followed up on last week, where you dropped off your pre-listing package and you followed up with a call, one of them's going to pop today because you made that effort because expireds are a spoke for you. Maybe you've got a probate. Well, spoke. but you know, but there's, Julie, there's all different. Every agent's not going to have the same spokes. But go ahead. Ultimately, where this come this full the I know well it's because you know we know that nobody else is saying this. We know that nobody right. else is telling agents the truth. That's okay. You guys can criticize us for saying that if you'd like to, but we know for a fact that vast majority of the people out there uh, that are selling stuff to agents are absolutely positively just trying to play up to your guys' innate laziness and your innate desire to basically, hey, guess what, guys? I have that. I have to shake that off too. So does Julie. I mean, if you called me today and you said, Tim, I've got this new secret pill that you can take that you'll never have to lift weights again, you know, I would probably be a sucker Deal. for it. And a lot of things. <laughs> <Sign> you <up. laughs> Exactly. Right. You can have as many donuts as you'd like and you'll never gain a pound. Sign me up. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, all of us are like that. We're all like that. We're all easily manipulated into believing that we don't actually have to work for results. But here's the moral of the story. You know that's a lie. You know it's not true. And yet, you still fall for it. So when you go to the real estate events and you get your emails and you go to your websites, if you see anybody trying to sell you leads, and I'm not talking about expires and for sale by owners and you know, things of that nature, but you know, here's this new whiz-bang, whatever, whatever, that you're going to all of a sudden have this easy access to leads so you never actually have to learn to lead generate yourself, you know now, or at least you should at least have your suspicions that it's a scam, so don't do it. Now, is it a 100% scam? Probably not. But it's enough of a scam that it's a waste of money. Don't do it, guys. Please, 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 especially for the 50% of you that are in, in this business 36 months or less. Take the time. Learn the skills. You can't lose your skills when you have your skills. You know, Viktor Frankl, if you guys ever read any of his books, you know, I don't want to go into it because they're kind of depressing, but he was, a, uh, he was in Auschwitz, and he was a, you know, a doctor, a psychologist, and he basically was realizing that the people that made it were the people that had a certain mindset. He realized, and one of the things he told himself during those horrible, horrible dark times was that they can't take away what you know. They can take away all your stuff. They can take away your whole world, but they can't take away what's in your head. And that's what he kept on, and he saw that the people that survived weren't necessarily the best physically fit, but they're the ones that had the best mindset. And that's really where it comes back. This is kind of like a full circle thing, guys. But the mindset can't be faked. So if you guys are saying, oh, Tim, I just don't have the right mindset, and then guess what? All these gurus out there are going to say, well, let's work on your mindset. No, we're not going to work on your mindset because that's a scam. We're going to work on your skill set because what happens is when you have skills, when you know you can deliver on what you promise, then you're going to have a killer mindset. That's how it works. It doesn't work the other way around. Stop buying the books. Stop going to the seminars. Stop walking on the hot coals. Guess what? That shit burns your feet. You know, Julie, it's true. Uh, Tony Robbins, there was another report out of Houston. He was doing one of those firewalk things, and the police were called in because a whole bunch of people burned their no. feet. Imagine Just recently. That. I mean, but it's happened wow. before. I mean, how many times do people have to burn their feet? Seriously. Anyway. Is that what it comes yeah. to before you straighten out your skill set so you can have a good mindset? And, you know, there's a test for that because I talk to the coaches a lot about this. It, because I, and I'm going to do a show in the future, which is all the stuff you guys try out on your coaches to try and distract them from actually holding you accountable. And the most common one is, I have to work on my mindset. Okay, so here's the question. If you had, and I don't care what your volume is, but if you had three more closings next month that were rock solid, how would that change your mindset, right? <laughs> okay, so that's your answer. Okay, so 
We're going to wrap this up for today. Thank you for the pleasure of being our listeners. We always appreciate your kind comments. If you have any questions, comments, or otherwise, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com and Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. If you're curious about our coaching, go to go. Uh, I'm sorry, JoinHarris.com, JoinHarris.com. That way we can answer your questions and take good care of you. So looking forward to next week where we will be jumping into more price reduction scripts. So you'll want to be paying very close attention to that. And, of course, it's also our pleasure to bring you some great interviews that are up and coming. So have a great week, everyone. We look forward to talking to you soon. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.